Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, aka Astro Zombie. And my name is Jacob, aka Dino El Magico. And today is April 25th, Sunday, and Dino is back from his trip to Orlando. Yep, nice happy to, to be back. back. <laughs> missed you, bud. I missed you. I know, you. I was going to say that. I was going to say, Astro texted me all week saying I missed you in the podcast last week. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I miss yeah. I miss being there. I, I felt like I would have been like joking around with you guys last last episode so yeah. much too. It was it was a fun fun episode. I I it was a nice little change of pace, you know, to just talk about like random stuff besides just just PvP. So it was fun. It was fun. It was pretty cool. And you know, those guys were pretty. Those you know, salt salt and Nar were awesome. You know coming and helping out so that we didn't have to miss an episode so i really appreciated that and i think it got a good response a lot of people liked it so yeah i i didn't know how yeah i know you were telling me it was like that you're gonna have to do that intro that you did in the last episode where like you guys were kind of have to warn people about like yeah. the things you guys talked about we had we had to put our first explicit tag uh yeah on, on an episode normally if if this was just me talking, probably have to have an explicit tag on every episode. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. no, I I mean I gotta watch my 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 words sometimes as well, just because I'm like ah, I know you tell me your kids listen to it too, so I'm like ah no I can't listen if if my kids hear worse when we're not on the radio <laughs> recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, how was, uh, did you get to do any Pokemoning or playing while you were in Orlando or you just kind of, uh, it easy? I did, I, no, 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 I, I, I did, well, not PVP actually. I, I just kind of just ran the gotcha the whole time, you know, every now and then, you know, take a bathroom break to transfer any Pokemon and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't want my lady to get upset or anything, you know, we're on vacation, but no, I did get a good, I think. There was a Stardust event during the time I was there. If oh, I wasn't yes. mistaken yet. Yeah. So I got I got a good amount of dust. <laughs> <laughs> and then no shinies, uh, oddly enough, but some some good uh PvP IV Pokemon. 
Cool. And then I, I did get I did fill up my my gifts uh, for once, you know. There you go. <laughs> so that was that was a plus. And then I actually did have a Pokestop and a gym at the resort that I was staying at. So I was literally like in heaven. That's awesome. I'm trying to figure out how I can get a Pokestop outside my house, but I can't. It's it's not gonna happen. Oh, there's nothing, I, did I there's tell nothing you that, I can take a picture of. Did I tell you my got denied? It did. Yeah. It made sense really? though, because it was not it wasn't like a natural what's it called? It just it just it, it what's his name? Uh one of our locals told me that it wasn't something that it would be able to be uh accepted. Oh, okay. Just because it's just like a pond, you know. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess I'll try <laughs> my work now. Yeah. That's what I did. So that's good. Well, at least, you know, you got to catch some stuff. It's I don't know. I don't feel like so like normally what I do is I run my gacha while I'm driving and something happened, I guess when it, it died and I recharged it, but the auto catch mm-hmm. got shut off and for like three days, like, you know, I'm driving around like back and forth to work and then I'm like, man, I didn't catch anything. It's like, like this is like, you- like I normally <laughs> catch at least like ten to fifteen Pokemon on the way on the way to work. Right. I'm like, what is going on? And I look and I'm like, this thing hasn't been auto catching. How uh, how does that work? Because I know with mine, like it, I, I accidentally like turn it off sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so I, there's that- like a menu you can like toggle through. Um, mm-hmm. You got to press and hold it, I guess. When because I just got a new phone, I think. Last week, yeah, it was last week. And when I set up the app on it, I think I switched it off on accident. I don't know. Uh, now that happens to me a lot. I'm like, catch. I'm like, why am I not catching anything? Usually, like, I put it on and leave my phone on the side, and I see like Pokemon, you know, pops up mm-hmm. a few times. I'm like, all right, I'm catching crap. And like five minutes later, there's nothing popping up. So I'm like, oh my god, like, what's going on? <laughs> and I look at my gotcha, and it's off. I'm like, wow. So yeah. it happens. It happens. So, but, so you, you didn't really like catch anything then? Uh, well, I've been, I've literally been catching every trubbish that I can see. Uh, <laughs> Did you get any get shiny? That. I still haven't gotten the shiny, but I just want the 750 stardust every single catch. So <laughs> that, is, that is dust that we need. So I don't blame you. Yeah. So I, I've been just catching those and if i can find uh a binacle i was literally thinking to ask you how you say that (laughs) because i was like i I wasn't sure since this i didn't know i didn't know either other people have pronounced it for me so i've been able to (laughs) gotcha (laughs) so yeah i was gonna gonna say funny enough i i did catch two good ones and actually one that i'm thinking maybe depending if i get you know legend before ultra Mm-hmm. I did catch a pretty good ranked one for Ultra League, uh, okay. so I'm thinking about using it because it actually has some good play, even though it doesn't have like the best fast attack move with yeah. the Fury Cutter, but I, I guess it's better compared to the other ones. And then I actually did catch a 98%, not that, I don't know how good that's going to be, but it's, you know, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Did you take advantage of the, the friendship trading yesterday? No. No? Not yesterday. Apparently it's still live. Yeah. 
Uh, it's so, supposed to have ended yesterday at five. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we'll try. We'll try. Oh, I think actually you're we're out of range right now. Maybe it'll be available tomorrow. <laughs> to try another look when we're a little closer. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. So okay, let's get the show started. So just so everyone knows, there's there hasn't been anything that's come out. I think that's karma, Pokemon you know. News. That's karma because remember how we used to say like, "Oh my god, we have so much news, we're like overwhelmed with it." And then like yeah. all of a sudden like it's just nothing. Like yeah, it was just like every show we were like, "Oh my god, this is going to be like a 3-hour like podcast show that like, everyone's going to hate us." Yeah. But now it's just like nothing. It's like what, 2-3 weeks now? Yeah. No, there hasn't been anything. So like the last thing that came out was that they were just letting everyone know that Team Go Rocket was back and that was it. And the, and the thing is, like, if there is news, it's, like, in between our episodes. So, like, it's, like, if we record today, and then there's something that's happening during the week, and then by Sunday, it's gone already. So, yeah. we really don't have anything to, like, talk about. We can only, like, talk about, like, past stuff, but that doesn't really affect anyone, because it's already, like, gone by. Yeah. I. It's just a little weird to me that they still haven't announced the community day for next month, because normally by this time, they've done that. Oh man, that that's um, maybe maybe they're just making us wait. I don't know, or maybe they're yeah. all, like all of a sudden they're gonna get a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, it would be. I mean, it's nice to have like a week where we're gonna have like the regular spawns. Yeah. So, but that besides, I feel like that hasn't really happened. Like just regular spawns in a minute. No, because it's been like event after event after event. So. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're gonna skip over the in-game stuff because there really isn't anything to talk about PvP-wise as far as like news or anything like that. So let's go ahead and jump into the self arena news. Self arena news. So, a couple things going on in Sylph. So, we're wrapping up the Prismatic Cup. We've got, what, I think, like, six more days? Uh, Five more days? Yeah. And then they announced the new Cup for May. But before we get into the Cup, I just wanted to go over... So, registrations for Sylph Factions started last week. And I think it ended... I think it closed today. Um, or it's getting close, like end yeah, or it's getting close to the the closing date, and we have our B- team BTW faction. Who's we in it? Round, <laughs> rounded out everybody finally and figured out how to get everybody to accept. Oh the yeah, that invites. was compl- that was so complicated. It was. It was. It was very complicated. Maybe th- maybe there was like an instruction how to do it. We just never saw it. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things I was reading before we get into like who's on the team was, and what I thought was pretty cool, is they're encouraging streaming battles and recording your battles and making content and stuff like that for this, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because in regular self tournaments, it's not necessarily like 
I'm pretty sure. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon. Like, I don't think they like they tell you not to. I thought that people do that though. Still, maybe. I maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. Maybe I mean, I, wrong. I I don't know. Just because <laughs> I, I'm only saying like just because I've seen people do it, so I don't know. Like, I'm sure like if they've done it, then you know other people can see if they're doing it and be like, oh, you know, this person's doing that, and then ban them or something. But yeah, I, I feel like maybe they changed that. I don't know. Maybe the thing that I just thought it was cool because you know it's like really kind of pushing people to you know branch out, start you know posting and getting you know self out there, which it's already out there, but it's it's cool. I I I like that they're encouraging people to do that. So I'll probably maybe I'll record one or stream one one match or. I don't know if maybe if I can get everyone to to agree, we'll like record like our weekly bouts, like our weekly matches, and then like do like a big like compilation video of like the week, something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, when what is it? When does it officially start? Like I know it officially starts in May. I think it's May fifth. May. 5th. It's a Monday or May third. May third. Okay, yeah, so it's after the day after next episode. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, uh... So how does that work, though? Do you, know, do you know? Like, how do we get matched up with people on another team? So, Team Captain will be in a Discord. Like, they would want everyone to be in that in that Discord. I guess they're setting up a special one just for this. And okay. that's when they'll give us the the team that we're going against. It'll be someone in our region, which is nice because then we don't have to deal with too much like time, time. zone yeah. thing. And then, so Monday, the way they have it laid out here is, uh, it says teams will play one bout every week. Your team will be matched against an opponent from within your region, and you will have a full week to complete your matches. So... The way they break it down is Monday, you're going to set your positions. So after receiving your opponent, your team will have one day to decide whether to swap in your substitute for one of your specialists. So you have a, essentially like, you know, let's say one of the field specialists is like, I've got nothing for whatever this meta is for this week. Mm-hmm. And our alternates like, I've got you. We make that swap, you know on Monday and set, you know, our team lineup Tuesday to Wednesday, you're going to set your roster. So after your positions are set, your team will have one day to make any changes to their roster of six Pokemon. So you, you register your team, but unlike in a regular tournament, once the tournament starts, like you can't change your, your team every, every week you can change your team. No, that's dope. So it's not yeah. like it's not like uh, open meta. It's kind of like their meta that they decide to like what they pick. Yeah. So like even for like the great league specialists and ultra league and master league specialists, mm-hmm. you can still change your team every week if you don't want to. You don't have to reset anything. It'll just automatically carry it over. That's dope. I actually yeah. I thought for some reason that it was kind of like an open thing, but it would make more sense. It's a self thing, so it would be like cups, like stuff like that. Yeah. And then Thursday through Sunday, that's when um, rosters are set, lineups will be revealed to the opponents, and then you, you know, 
that's when we coordinate the battles and do our battles. You have until I'm guessing end of day Sunday to mm-hmm. get your, your battles done. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense if it's a week. Yeah. So sounds exciting. It's, it's exciting. And, uh, so, uh, we have a team BTW faction and so I'll go over the team. So I'm going to go with the field specialists. So I'm one of the field specialists. We got wildcat dad, Miami doc and burn them all. So those are our field specialists. So they're where like the, the sylph type metas, um, for master league, uh, Papa wreck for ultra league. We've got blind flip for our team alternate. We've got Fighting Gobbler, which I'm super excited about because he can literally play, I think, in any. Yeah, he's, he's good. In anything. And then I posted the picture of our team with Great League Specialist Surprise. And no <laughs> one noticed when they went in to accept their invites and showed the team who our Great League Specialist is. So. <laughs> who, who could it be? Drum roll, please. <laughs> Insert here. <laughs> Our very own Dino El Magico will be taking over. <laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> yes. It Once. took him so long. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It, it literally took him probably like two weeks to convince him, like to convince me to even consider it. Yeah, I think it's because it's you have like a week to do three three battles. Yeah, it's not like it's a, it's it's a lot easier to coordinate. To be honest, how long? I mean, to be honest with you, like, I mean, like, also consider, like, by that time, I, I assume that I'm gonna have my. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm gonna assume that I'm gonna be a legend at least in my main by then. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be like give me more time to not worry too much about it, you know. Yeah. So and this is your kinda... this is your area of expertise in in great leagues. So yeah, it's like less you have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest with you, if I had the dust, I would be great in in like decent at least in every league. But obviously, don't have the dust, don't have the candies for XL Mons. So yeah. I, I have more more uh, inventory for great league for sure. I think I have over three hundred with three moves on each one. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. I definitely have a lot. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So cool. we will, um, I guess we'll, we'll just, we'll update everyone, you know, every week with how we did and hopefully maybe get some video of, you know, some of the people playing in their matches or if we decide to like stream some stuff, we'll do that and let everyone know. And then, uh, so they came out, I think this was yesterday, the day before. It just like popped up out of nowhere. I didn't, oh, yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. And then next thing I know, people are like, who wants to practice Commander Cup? And I'm like, what the hell is Commander Cup? And yeah, I was, like, oh, I, I was looking at that. I got, I got yeah. a notification on Twitter. I'm like, wait, don't, don't they normally send out like the badge? And then like a few days later, they send out whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait, did, when, did they send the badge and I just completely like missed it? it maybe, because I, I did not see it whatsoever because i so. think I, I think actually no like i think they just like literally dropped the 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 meta for that cub without you know giving a tease yeah it seems like which is which is weird though because like oddly enough like whenever there's like a cup like from self sometimes like gbl has like a cup that's similar to it later on mm-hmm. so I, I don't is, know if that's gonna... this is an interesting meta i like 
I like kind of what they've been doing the past couple cups, like for the season. It's different. It's been, yeah. It's been different than what they normally do. So. Yeah, because I was listening to you guys uh, talking about it last episode. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that makes a lot of sense. It's a lot better. Uh, there isn't really actually like a, a meta meta, like compared to like the other cups where like, uh, oh, I know what you're going to, what you're going to come out with next. Like I'm going to be prepared mm-hmm. for it. Exactly. So the Commander Cup starts May 1st, runs through May 31st. And it is your regular, you know, team of six, 1500 CP cap. Now, the way this works is there is a list of commanders that you can choose from. Uh, So it says, choose your commander. In the commander cup, you will start by picking a single Pokemon from the list um, that they provided to build your roster around. So these are the commanders. Munchlax. Shiftry, Escavalier, Steelix, Empoleon, Jellicent, Bronzong, Noctowl, Alolan Marowak, and Poliwrath. So mm. those are the commanders. So everyone has to pick one of those. You have to have one of those. Then you're going to build your roster. Uh, the remaining roster can be chosen from Rock, Ice, Electric, Poison, and Psychic-type Pokemon. Dual types included, with a few exceptions. Steel types are excluded. Megas, Legendaries, Mythicals, Shadows. Abomasnow, Galvantula, Stunfisk, Medichan, Wobuffet, Parcherisu, surprisingly. Dude, yeah, I saw that too. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, this is just a random one to put in there. Drape and Drapion are not hmm. allowed in this cup. So. That is some it's, random Pokemon. Yeah, it's, it's random. And let me just make sure I'm not missing anything else. And then your normal, you know, no duplicate species. And that's that's pretty much it. When I first read through it, and I did a practice uh, with Miami Doc, and I even asked him, and he was like, had to double check to make sure. When you look at the, like, the little flyer infogram thing that they post, yep. it says... um when it talks about the the rest of your team, it says, then five Pokemon with at least one of these typings. And then it gives the, the Rock, Ice, Electric, Poison, and Psychic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that wording, like, I was like, wait, so I have to have one of each type on my team? So when I made, like, my practice team, that's what I did. It actually oh. ended up being pretty well. And... But we we realize that no, it doesn't have to be one from each. So you can literally have five rock if you want to. Bro, I I I, I kid you not. I read it the same way. Like I said, read it like I have to have one of each one. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Actually, wouldn't be a bad idea to be honest. Like having it that way. Yeah, because at least you're you're getting some coverage there. So I don't want to dive too deep into this this week. I want to save that for. Probably next week's episode or even the live episode um, when it's closer to, you know, when we're when it's starting, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of like what we did with Prismatic Cup. But what when you saw this, because I know you're you're not like a self guy. So when you looked at this and you saw the list of commanders who. Who were like who was like your person? You were like, okay, if I ran if I did this cup, like that's who I'm picking. Munchlax. 
my gosh. <laughs> it's funny because didn't we didn't I trade you? Uh, yeah, much like a yep. few times. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's who I picked as my commander. Too. That's hilarious. But um, <laughs> if if it wasn't that, because the thing is, like, I, I noticed that there is rock, ice, uh, electric, poison, and um, psychic. So I was kind of looking immediately, like, which one is like the safest against all those typings, even if they had like a dual typing. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like. Okay, Munchlax would only be really like main, like really like count. Even actually, not even against fighters, but um, his actually only true weakness is fighting. So then I saw like there, you know, if you don't if you don't pick uh, Polyrath in in the commander, then you don't really have a fighter except for Toxicroak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking like there's only literally like a few fighters. So if you like, you know, a a Pokemon like Munchlax, which is really safe as a lead or a safe switch i would think you know seems pretty solid to me you know i think it can beat you know rocks uh ice electric poison and and especially psychic because of the licks Mm -hmm. so it it seemed pretty safe if i were to have to pick a different one from there um i'm kind of a little bit biased towards uh shift tree because i like using uh shift tree so I, I think I may actually have to go with uh, Shift Tree also, just because it can beat Rock, depending on what ice it is. It can hit hard on the ice um, because if it's like Frost Last, it can hit. It can probably get it really low with the uh, foul play um, against Electric. You know that it can. You know Electric doesn't do that much against Grass, even if you know Shift Tree's not that uh, bulky. Obviously Poison, I have to worry about that, and then Psychic. You know, Shifter is a dark type. Yeah. So, uh, those those I would be like my two. I would pick between, and probably my third would be Jelly Jellison. Yeah, I was looking when I was kind of I was like I threw my team together really quick, and one thing I was kind of looking at was maybe picking a Steel type as my commander since they're banned. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Um. So like. Steelix, Escavalier, and Polion. Uh, and then, then also, um, what's it called? The Oh, and Bronzong. Yeah. But then I was like, mm, and I looked at kind of exactly what, what you were doing, looking at, at least I know every team is going to have one of these, and I felt like Munchlax had more coverage against most of what I was going to see. Um, so PV poke has Munchlax as the number one overall yeah. with wins against Jellicent, Hypno, Ninetale, Aloha Ninetales, Aloha Marowak, and Aloha Muck. So I, I think that's cause of the, the lick fast move. Yeah. So it's going to take down Jellicent. It's going to take down Marowak. It's going to, you know, Hypno and then the bulldoze and body slam the body slam spam is just going to be a lot to deal with for neutral damage, but it will lose to S Cavalier and shift tree. Mm-hmm. So out of, you know, the, you know, commanders or captains or whatever, the Pokemon, mm-hmm. it pretty much has no problem with most of them. Yeah. I'm seeing that. Yeah. So, and then it loses to Toxicroak, Venusaur, Roserade. So. Shift tree. 
So I'm it's, starting to look at it like a little bit better. And uh, I mean, there there is a few, you can probably like kind of make like a counter move, like a count like a counter fast uh, team mm-hmm. uh, with obviously Scavalier, um, to- uh, Toxic Croak, and then you got also Sudowoodo with counter mm-hmm. as a fast move. He's a rock type. So you got like three counter users right there. And then I'm yeah. like thinking like I'm like you know, normally with someone would be like, Oh, you got fighters, so you're gonna be have to worry about like hypno, but I'm like, you have you know, Scavalier that's uh resist psychic. So and then it has uh Mega Horn for uh psychic Pokemon. Yeah. So the team that I kinda threw together last minute was Munchlax, Hypno, Frostlass, Crustle, Lantern, and Alolan Muck. And I think the only one that I was not happy with mm-hmm. was Lantern. And so I did, you know, we ran like a, a practice battle, me and Miami Doc. And one of the matches that I beat him in was yeah. literally because it takes forever for Lantern to get to its charge moves. Which which uh, Phasma were you using? On Lantern, I think he was running... Water Gun or Spark? I'm hoping it's one of those two. Yeah, it was one of those two. I just don't remember which one it was. I'm trying to think because I think it was Spark, maybe. But either way, it was like even he was said, you know, it was just taking forever to get to that charge move. And I used it in something, I think maybe in one battle against him. And it just, again, took forever to get to those charge moves. But he lost that that one match because it was new shields mm-hmm. and it just took him i could get you know two two or three charge moves um he actually it was i think it was a Alo- my aloha nine tails on his not aloha nine tails frostlass it was my frostlass on his lantern and right. i was able to to beat him pretty easily with that hmm. Because I actually there was, thought it, it just wasn't took forever too bad. for him to get to a charge move. Yeah, that's weird. I, I'm wondering if maybe they had charge beam instead, but uh, I don't know because I know that with um, with spark, it it takes about I think six, yeah, six sparks to thunderbolt, and then I think nine or ten. I think it's nine sparks mm-hmm. to hydro pump. So it. I know that charge beam is a horrible fast move, so maybe yeah. I, d- I doubt he was running it with charge okay. beam. I'm pretty sure yeah. he was running it with whatever the optimal right. move set was. So when you listen to this, Miami Doc, let us know so that we can make sure that uh, we give you the credit you deserve. Because I know <laughs> it wasn't. I know it wasn't. I know he wasn't running something ridiculous on it yeah because for me like i, I have like you know like i said like i have 300 pokemon like that have a three uh charge uh you know three moves already so sometimes mm-hmm. i pick the wrong like charizard and i'm like crap this one has uh, dragon breath yeah. instead of like fire spin so i think what it is is it's the cooldown period on both of those so they're both like a one second well water gun is like i think 50 50 seconds and then uh, spark is one second so it's still it's kind of slow and it doesn't build as much i guess going against a powder snow yeah no i mean so, that's crazy uh, yeah. even with the uh, powder snow like it, it doesn't it doesn't what were you throwing uh not weather ball right no 
On it was uh on Frostloss, so it was Avalanche. Oh, Frostloss. So you're okay. You weren't throwing Avalanche, or you were? No. Well, I Shadow threw one. Ball. I threw one Avalanche, and then went for went for the Shadow Ball. Right. So I was able yeah. to get both of those off. Powder Snow so. is so annoying, man. It charges way too quick. <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, no. I think that's the only one. Like, I haven't again, you know, really sat down and looked at it yet, and I'll probably do that this week to to prepare for next week's episode. Mm-hmm. But I think if I do change anything out, it's gonna be Lantern. I just I don't know who I would replace him with. So mm-hmm. I know I know it's gonna be another water type. I just don't know if I want it to be. I see a lot of water ice in here, but I'm already running an ice with frost sauce, so I don't want to right. kind of... I want to spread it out, so I don't know. Maybe like a slow poke or, or slow bro. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I'm running to, then I'm running to psychic, so I gotta look around. I like to kind of spread it out. Right, that makes sense. Yep. So we're gonna, like I said, we'll we'll talk more about that and get really like kind of dive deep into it like we did with with prismatic uh probably either next week or the week after when we do the live cup Mm -hmm. so and that's really that is it for for sylph i think you know we're wrapping up whatever loose ends from the prismatic cup we did run hours so let me give a shout out to uh fighty gobbler he he took he took the the BTW Prismatic Cup tournament, so congratulations to him. For, Did he sweep it, or it. I think he swept it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I actually, didn't, I think I was in in vacation. So when you guys finished that, or yeah, okay, yeah. Because I was like, just, I don't remember. I think you just left. I don't remember. I'm like, wait, when when did you guys finish? <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Congratulations, congratulations. To, to him. So far, both of our winners are sweeping. I think that means we got to step our games up here. I know, right? <laughs> so, all right. So let's go ahead. Like I said, there's really nothing going on in in-game, so we're going to skip over that. And let's get, let's jump into the GBL section. GBL, how have you been doing? Um, I mean, obviously, you could say I wish it was better. I did have that three, four days where I didn't play when I was on vacation, so it was mm-hmm. a little nice. I think, I think I just showed you like a little bit before. I'm at twenty eight, so I'm like less than one hundred thirty points away. Hopefully, I haven't played my sets today yet, so hopefully, maybe today. Uh, depending on how it goes, I you know I don't want to jinx myself or anything, but uh, I know it's gonna happen. I feel like once someone becomes a legend, it's kind of like it happens at some point or another. You know, there's it's not a race to whoever gets there first. Um, you know, I, it's just like it matters if you just get there. So overall, I've been doing good, and then my other two accounts are around the twenty seven hundred range. So hopefully, you know, you know, def- I feel like I'm gonna definitely get it with with uh, all three at some point or another. Uh, so good, good overall. I've been finding my team where 
I, I think I got it from a Discord buddy. It's Swamper, Shadow Hypno, and uh, Skarmory have been doing really well in the the meta that's a lot of Stunfisk as a lead. And the team can actually turn around a lot of uh, you know bad leads because of the safe switch. And actually, that's something I was, I was uh, actually talking to you a little bit about, that Hopefully, I'm not answering anyone's questions later on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll mention it anyways. Hopefully, you know, this helps. But I used to always find them like, oh, man, like I got a bad lead. I already lost. But I find I found it with this team that I'm uh, using with Swamper that I can... It doesn't matter, you know, I have a Swamper, they lead a Venusaur. Then I have Hypno and Skarmory in the back. Um, so, obviously, you have two counters to Venusaur. But I, I tend to always... If not 100% of the time, 99% uh, percent of the time, I always go to Hypno no matter what it is. If it's like a Flyer or Venusaur, so if, I, if it's a Venusaur, I switch to Hypno. They usually switch after I hit one Confusion through, and it's a Shadow Hypno. So mm-hmm. it, it, it hits pretty hard. So the thing about having uh, Shadow Hypno is that it's key to have Fire Punch and Thunder Punch. I know most people have Thunder Punch for, you know, uh, Azu, maybe some Flyers. But mm-hmm. Fire Punch has come to be really crucial, I noticed, because um, if I see a Venusaur, I switch to Hypno, and they sometimes bring uh, Stunfisk, right? So you're like, oh, crap, you know, I, there's a Stunfisk versus my Hypno, and it's Steel and you're Psychic, so you're like thinking like, oh, crap, you're, I'm in trouble. But mm-hmm. what I do is I build two, two Fire Punches, which I believe it's... Uh, the same amount that it's for a focus blast. Okay. So if you hit a focus blast to a stun fisk, I think it almost kills or almost knocks it out. Uh, so most people I notice are shielding because they don't want to mm. get hit with a focus blast. For yeah. some reason, people are starting to run focus blast and hypno, so it's become a thing. So when I do that, mm. I take a shield on a stun fisk with my hypno, and then I just spam. Fire punch because at that point they're like they don't he doesn't have uh he doesn't have a a focus blast because if you have fire punch there's no way you have something else because most people always run thunder punch no matter what and hypno with shadow ball mm-hmm. or with focus blast so no nobody runs fire blast I mean fire punch and uh, focus blast so I tend to actually win the matchup versus the stunfisk about eighty percent of the time hmm. and then I get switch black a switch back and then. They bring, I don't know, they bring uh, their Venusaur or maybe like an Azu to farm down. And then, boom, like the game is like basically set for me because I have my Skarmory's to go for the Venusaur. And then my Swamper to go like versus whatever else they have in the back. So that's how I went. It, it's not anymore, at least to me, it doesn't matter if you lose the lead. If you, what's crucial is for you to win the switch back with whatever your safe switch is versus their switch. Mm-hmm. So if you can win versus the switch that they bring in after you do your safe switch, then you are pretty much set. Usually because the back one, you leave your hard counter for the lead that they had. I think we've like mentioned that where you you kind of want to yeah. leave your hard counter for the lead. So that's what I've been doing with that team and, it, and it's been working very well for my actually all my accounts uh, i still go between like that uh team and my bassidon team in my main account just because i love it so much but yeah i mean that that's how i i noticed that not it doesn't matter if you lose the lead it just matters how you play the safe switch versus their switch yeah huh. 
that makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, I know like a lot of people ask, you know, like, oh my God, you know, algorithm, you know, um, I got a bad lead, but it, it has happened where I, I, I throw my swamper, they throw a Venusaur, I throw out Hypno and they throw out Sableye. So I'm like, all right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it's just hard counter. And then like, I've yeah. tried to like do anything. I know people like to argue, like, you know, try to find something to win, like a, a way to win that back. But sometimes you just can't, you can't do anything. Like they literally hard counter you. Even if I get them low, it doesn't matter. There's no way I'm going to be able to line up my Skarmory versus a Venusaur if they have a Sableye versus my Hypno. I can't, like, there's literally no way unless if I have Shadow Ball. And most of the time they, I've noticed that they shield, uh, the first one, even if I tried to bait, you know, um, and they, you know, normally farm me down. But, you know, it's not always possible to win the Switch if they hard counter you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've kind of been in the same boat as far as, like, leads. I've If I lose it, unless it's, like, something that, like, I'm going to lose really bad, like, I'm not going to get a single charge move off, then I'll switch out into a soft counter. Mm-hmm. That way my hard counter is still there in case, because I know once I switch out, they're going to switch out. Yeah. But for the most part, like I just kind of hang in there and see and try and conserve shields and try and win it back, you know, afterwards. Yeah. So you, another team actually, that's very common lately that I've been seeing is Medicham as a start with G Fisk and Bastidon in the back. Mm-hmm. So with that team, if I was to play with my, Bastion team, you know, Bastion comes out, Medicham comes out, and then you're like, crap, like, let me get out of here. I go to my Meganium, and they, they stay in because they're not gonna bring in their, st- uh, uh, Stunfisk or Bastion versus Meganium when Meganium has Earthquake and Frenzy Plant. So they stay in, not knowing I still have Toxicroak in the back, and Toxicroak could just sweep the whole team in the back with two shields. Uh, yeah. Or no shields at all, because usually they end up shielding using all their shields versus versus my Meganium. If I can win that matchup, I usually win against that. And even though I lost the lead versus the Medicham, I still come up winning depending how it's played out. So it doesn't always, like I said before, it doesn't always matter if you lose the lead. It just depends how you, it's played out with your safe switch. Yeah. So I actually gave one of the I gave salts from Pokemon Go Radio. Um, I gave him both your team, but yeah. he reached out to me and was like, you know, what was, uh, what was that Bastiodon Toxicroak team you were telling me about? And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this one. I was like, Meganium in the back. And he's like, okay, I'm going to try it. And he said, it's been working. So yeah. That's good. It's nice. It's, you just got to yeah, know which nice. one, you just got to know which one to use at certain points, you know, which ones, because sometimes, uh, your safe switch is Toxicroak. Sometimes your safe switch is Meganium, depending on, like what the lead is. Yeah. So I wish I was having, I mean, I'm having probably about the past week more success. Yeah. So I was running for, for a while, either the, was it the For the Battles team with Galarian Stungfisk, uh, Pelipper, and then Venusaur. Yeah. And it was doing well. And then for like two days, and then I think everybody started running it. So, so it was like a lot of mirror matches. Th- well, there was mirror matches, but then I was getting everyone was running Talonflame, Talonflame lead, Talonflame lead, Talonflame lead, and I'm like, and it was like people were running 
like the counter to that team. So, like, so I was seeing a lot of Talonflame and Talonflame, Bastiodon, and then either like Medichan or something like that. Like what some it, okay. type of version. I'm kind of curious. What would you do if you saw Swamper in the lead versus that team? Versus that team. Versus Swamper. Yeah. With your with the G Fist team. My first thought would be to switch to Pelipper. Right. So that's the thing. I, I noticed that my that team, my Swamper team, hard count oh, depending on how they play it, but most of the time hard counters that team. Because my mm-hmm. Hypno has Thunder Punch, so I go immediately to, to Hypno versus yeah. the Pelipper. And then it actually does a good chunk for the, for mm-hmm. the confusion uh, that it, with the Shadow bonus. And I actually end up winning that. And then they usually come in with G-Fisk, and then I throw Fire, pun- fire Punches and get them low, farm down with uh, Swampert, and then throw a Sludge Wave versus the Venusaur, bringing my Skarmory, and they quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's a really good team overall. Like I like it a lot, and I've seen a lot of Chiefus, Pelipper, maybe uh, Superior or uh, Tropius or even Venusaur in the back, and I'm just like, I already know what you have, dude. Just you know, just quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the so I was running that, and it was doing okay, and I was getting up there, getting back to you know back closer to to 2000 and then like boom like i was just getting wrecked everywhere like it just was it wasn't fun and so i was like let me let me try something different Mm -hmm. so i tried out aloan ninetales aloan marowak and obstagoon first okay i found it was a team posted on on sylph on the Sylph, like, if you click on the Great League yeah, tab, yeah. it gives you, like, a list of common teams or whatever. Okay. And I was like, hmm, I want to use a team with Obstagoon. Like, I have one. I haven't, you know, he's fun to play with. So I found that team, and it was working. It, you know, mm-hmm. it was working until it wasn't. But I was gaining, and then I was, like, up into the 1800s, and then it went, like, downhill. It was, like, 1-4, 1-4, and I was like... Okay, I have to stop. <laughs> if I keep going, I'm gonna keep dropping. I have a feeling I'm just gonna keep dropping. So I was like, let right. me just stop, kind of rethink it, and and go from there. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at what I was seeing in my Elo, which at this at the point that I made this team was like mid 1800s, and even it's it's been kind of the same to where I am now, which is like high 1900s mm-hmm. was a ton of talent flame. Like talent flame was all over the place. So I was like, okay, so I need a counter for talent flame, but something that's it's a counter, but it's not, it's going to make people go, wait, do I need to switch out of this or not? <laughs> and then I was seeing a lot of Bastiodon. So I was seeing a lot of teams with Bassidon and Talonflame. Either Talonflame lead and then Bassidon, you know, as a switch or in the back and then, or, you know, vice versa, you know, switch it. Then I saw, I was seeing a lot of uh, Medichan and Azumarill and then Politoed. So I was like, hmm, 
let me see what I can come up with with to kind of, I guess, help me out with what I've been seeing. And then obviously, you know, Altaria has been, you know, is always there. You always have to watch out for Altaria and, and Skarmory. So I came up with the team that I shared with you earlier, yeah, which is Aloha Ninetales as my lead. <laughs> Which is not necessarily, it's not a terrible lead. It's like, so I'm running it with Powder Snow, Weather Ball, and Psy, uh, Psy Shock. And I thought about running it with Dazzling Gleam instead, but then I was like, well, the only reason I would run it with that fairy typing move is for, um, for Altaria or, you know, something that's going to be weak to to fairy yeah, but yeah. then most of those are weak to ice too yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> so, <laughs> so i was like eh, i'll just leave it at least with the psy shock if i go up against you know a toxicroak or a fighter or something like that i have that you know kind of in the back to mm-hmm. to throw out there which i actually got lucky on one and i was like they're gonna shield this and i threw a psy shock against a toxicroak and they didn't shield it. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> horrible. It was fun. That's that hurts. That was fun. <laughs> so I was running, running that in the lead, and then I have Belsum in He's there. Leaving the best for last. <laughs> yep, the best one is for last. Uh, so I'm running Belsum with Bullet Seed, Leaf Blade, and Dazzling Gleam because you'd be very surprised how many people forget that Belsum runs. Dazzling gleam, and with that bullet seed, it gets it charges quick. Point, it charges right? quick. So I was able to. I got. I got stuck against an Altaria, and was able to hit it with a dazzling gleam because I thought I was going to throw a leaf blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and and make it out of that. I had to use all my shields, but right. I was able to make it out of that matchup. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, so. I had that. And then my third one, which <laughs> Rumble, please. <laughs> I feel like I kind of stole it from you because you talk about this Pokemon, like at least in like our side chats or something, whenever <laughs> it's a viable Pokemon, you're always yeah. like, yeah, I get to use it. Is <laughs> what is it? Uh, by barrel. Is that how you say it? Bi- oh, I was like, be barrel, by barrel, by barrel, be barrel. We're going to be made fun of regardless. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that I I use that and which surprise I had to take like a double take I had to take a double take when you sent me I'm, or when you showed me the team I'm like wait are you for real like what <laughs> so I've used that team for the past two days and I was in I think like eighteen something like mid eighteen hundreds up to. 1960 i think 1968 is where i'm at so and it's been you. it's been positive uh last night it was what did i send you it was nothing i know you got four one um but i think two, you got multiple two three twos one two three and then two four ones with that team yes yeah, it's, it's doing good but yeah. you know what i actually noticed that all the teams that you said that you've been seeing a lot of is Bastidon, Talonflame, and then I forget the other ones. I think you said Azu. Yeah, um, it's either like a an Azu or Altaria or something like that. Like another 
Because I was going to say, most of those are weak to Swamper. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, so if, this if is that what, team that doesn't, it doesn't yeah. work out. The reason I went with it is A, it kind of throws people off. But I, I feel like as soon as I switch to Swamper, like it's just going to be like nothing but grass all over the place. So what what would you call that? <laughs> yeah. Some grass holes all over the place. But I looked at Bibarel or whatever you want to call it. It's key wins. G-Fisk, Azumarill, Alone Marowak, Bassidon, and Ninetales. So it wins against a good portion of this current meta. Yeah, it's, it's good. It is it is glassy. Nice. Well, I don't want to say glassy. It's not like it's not tanky, but it's not like where it can get you know it'll get like one hit and then you're dead. But definitely have at least a shield to help out with. Mm-hmm. And then you know if you go up against you know anything that's ghost. It resists it, it resists the water, it resists fire, and ice and steel. So, it's it's a good... It's been really good. And then, for everything that it loses against, I have something to back it up. So, like, with Skarmory, even though it's not, like, the powder snow and the weather ball doesn't do too much, it's enough that it pisses people off and they switch out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, if it gets matched up against an Alola Nine Tails, and then same thing with Galvantula, and then I have Belsum for Politoed and Swamperts or you know anything like that because those Leaf Blades, you know, they they fire off pretty quick. It's it's been you know so the the Belsum. Let's see. So Belsum has wins against Azumarill, Swamper, Defense Yoxus, Umbreon, and then G Fisk. And then Ninetales has Skarmory, Toxicroak, Alteria, Defensioxus, Umbreon. So each one of my team members mm-hmm. counter helps cover what the other one is. How have you to. played out? Have you played out Blossom versus Bastion? No, because like what I'm thinking is I you won- would go because it says it loses, but I. With how fast those leaf blades go off? Because I was gonna say, like, what, what, what have you? I mean, you say you've been count- encountering a lot of Bastion leads, so I would assume like you would go Blossom because Bibiro would be your safe sw- or your hard counter for it. So what I've done when it's a Bastion lead is I still that's like what we went back to losing the lead is. Mm-hmm. I still just I just hang in there with with nine tails and try and get off as many weather balls as possible, and okay. hope that they you know shield at least one, like because mm-hmm. Bassidon's gonna wreck it. And if do you want to switch right out of it? I do. I switch into Belsum, and then normally what they do is they will switch into whatever counters the Belsum. Right. Because they want to keep Bassiodon for my Ninetales. But what they don't know is that I have the Bibarel in there that I just leave so that I can try and... I can catch them in a switch lock. 
with with Babero on Bastion. Interesting, because I was like, I was just thinking, because I was like, you you get hard counter by Bastion with against uh, Ninetales, so that's why I figured you mm-hmm. probably go Blossom just to get it down, or maybe get them to switch. Yes, yeah. I if if I do switch, I would switch into to Blossom because. Mm-hmm. I don't want to switch directly into my hard counter because again, I don't know. You don't know what they have. The right. only thing that I worry, I really worry about is Galvantula. Galvantula is like the one, you know, Achilles heel, I guess to my team. Yeah. I mean, if it's still working, definitely keep running until it keeps working. I mean, and yeah. it stops working. I mean, and then maybe, I think it's it's a nice surprise to have like those two in the back because you don't really see them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's been it's been fun. So we've got the rest of today and then until one p.m. tomorrow for Great League, mm-hmm. and then we are switching over into Ultra League. So Ultra League starts on Monday. I think it's four p.m. our time. Uh yeah, four PM yeah. our time. Eastern time. So that comes back with open Ultra League and then Ultra League Premier, just like last time. And I don't know if I'm actually going to play. Oh. Just like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I because the last Ultra the last week the last Ultra League week, like it, just it was bad. Week. It was bad. Like, it's what <sighs> dropped my elo down so much. Yeah, so, that's gonna be insane because a lot of more people are had more time to get XL Mons, mm-hmm. so there's gonna be more XL Pokemon for Ultra League. Yeah. So I know, like we've people been asking like everyone that they can possibly think of that knows anything about PvP. This exact same question is what What should I do? going into Ultra League, like, which Pokemon should I focus on to XL? And we, I actually got that uh, question asked to me last week, and I kind of went through, I think I gave Altaria, Umbreon, and I think G-Fisk. Yeah, isn't that um, the ones that you have, like, hundos for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. But they're also, you know... Three that are, I think, within the top twenty. Yeah, right now in in old and premier, and I believe also in let's see, uh, in in premier, not so much in open. Um, but I wanted to get your take because I know we had talked about in one of the chats you had mentioned about the Wigglytuff that I was working with. Yeah. Um, and I think you did some simulations on it Mm -hmm. and I, I was reading through it and I thought it was pretty interesting. So I don't know if there's, if you want to share that and then, you know, kind of what, what your, cause I know what you're working on right now, at least (laughs) from what your buddy was. Yeah. I've been changing, I've been changing it between three of them, I believe. So yeah, okay. I've been working on Galvantula, Alteria, and Ferrothorn. But I'll get back to Wigglytuff real quick. But I um 
the ones that I actually noticed that have been very good whenever I goes I go against them and they're very annoying. Besides, like the obvious ones that you you mentioned, um, G Fisk, Umbreon are really annoying as well. Uh, but towards the end of Ultra League, uh, in the first half of the season, I noticed that Politoed, Skarmory, and Alolan Ninetales were being more common, and they're pretty annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they get charged really quick, especially Politoed and Alolan Ninetales. And Alolan Ninetales in Exile is pretty tanky. And I was just like, I did not expect it at all. So I'm going to be working on those. There's a lot of XO mons that you have to work. It's basically Great League mons into Ultra League. And it's a lot of resource. It's a lot. And you, yeah. you I, there's a lot of people saying like they won't have XO mon readies until next season. If that. So like, it's a lot. Um, especially yeah. if you're not like a person that's a grinder, then you're going to be. You're gonna be struggling to keep up with, like, you know, just like how you said, you're not gonna probably play it because it took down a lot of your points. Uh, because you know, you don't grind as much as like other people. Like, I know someone, some people that go out grinding like at least four hours every day. I don't even grind 30 minutes. <laughs> I, my grinding session and getting started this is through GBL and yeah. catching anything like around my work or my house. Or sometimes whenever I go to the park with the kids, put the gotcha on, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, I have Ultra League Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Do you have XL Pokemon, though? Like, I a lot? Don't, I don't have an XL. Like, I, I don't even Ultra think League. I have one. Maybe I have one, if that. And the reason is I, I just have too many Ultra League or Great League Pokemon mm-hmm. that... I need to build that in my my mind let me take care of great league before I start focusing on ultra league like I'm walking my Altaria mm-hmm. and and all that to to make it best buddy and get it you know up there but if it's not ready like I'm not going to stress it right um, and even if I did want to play I have a swamper you know I have a machamp uh, I've got an Escavalier, I've got a Magnazone, I've got a Venusaur, I've got a Gallade, you know, Snorlax, that are all, you know, powered up there, Dragonite, Hariyama, like, I've got, I've got decent ones for Ultra, mm-hmm. for at least Premiere, it's just, with these XL coming in, it's like... It's really discouraging. <laughs> I have to re- yeah, but it... It's discouraging, and it's like, I've got to rethink everything, because I was like, okay, Ultra League was the one time I didn't have to worry about Skarmory, and I didn't have to worry about G-Fisk, and I didn't have to worry about, like, those things, Umbreon. and now it's, yeah, and yeah. now it's like, oh my gosh. Like, they're more annoying in this, because they have they have more bulk to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, it's fun if you have it. But if you don't, it's just really stressful. And I, I get it for the most part for most people. And I, I don't blame people like yourself if you were to sit out, you know, that. And I don't actually, I think it's two weeks though. So I don't know if you'll be able to sit out for two weeks like that. No, I think, I mean, I may play a few. I, maybe I won't play full five sets. Right. Like maybe I'll do if I lose like my first two sets, mm-hmm. like if they're, if they're negative, then like 
I'll just put it aside for the day until, you know, wait till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's tough. It it is, it's discouraging. um, At least for a player of my ranking and my caliber that hasn't been, you know, doing, focusing most of his energy on PVP until, you know, not too long ago. So it is, but there are, like I said, there are other Pokemon to use that you don't have to XL that are still going to be viable. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of how you're, how you build your team. Right. Um, I know last Ultra League, I think it was FP Sticks. He did, he built a team that had no XL Pokemon. Oh yeah, and I saw that. Yeah, and put it out there. I think it was like Magnazone. I think it was a Magnazone, Machamp, and something else. And I liked that he did that because it showed... Because everyone was posting videos with, you know, at least one XL. And saying, oh, you gotta (laughs) have an XL this. You have to have at least one XL. And he kind of went the opposite and was like, "Mm, this video, this team works, and there's no XL whatsoever. And, you know... I thought that was cool because that was like, hey, just because you don't have the resources doesn't mean you can't be competitive. You just kind of have to try a little harder. Yeah, it's, just, it's still annoying, but I definitely see why people would say, you know, they'll sit out or anything like that. Um, makes a lot of sense. But that's why I, I, I told people in the beginning of the, of the season you know, start preparing it, start putting your buddies uh, as that, because you can collect some XL candies sometimes from walking your buddy. Mm-hmm. So that's just the only way I can do it. So that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of relating to people that are not able to get that much candies for those Pokemon. Because um, myself, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm still going to be playing it. I'm just probably not. There is a chance I might not be playing it as much, but I'll mm-hmm. still be playing it with whatever I have and try to make it work out. Because, I mean, you can still beat XL Bonds. It's a little bit more annoying, but you can still, it's definitely mm-hmm. doable. Yeah. Um, so, one thing I did notice was with, with my Oteria that I've been walking um, for the past, I think, like week, week and a half, mm-hmm. I've gotten at least one XL candy a day from okay. walking it. So, yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but obviously, I mean, if you are walking it from the beginning of a season, you know, if you're getting one a day per week, that's seven a week, you know, that starts to add up after after a while. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, if you're not going to be playing it, use the time to start building it for next season so that you can. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, there are, you know, Swampert's still in the top five. You know, it's number four in in Premier, and it's in the top ten in Open. So Swampert's still, you know, viable. Venusaur is still viable. Like, it's not, it's not like any of those are no longer, like, right. good. They just kind yeah. of dropped a little further down. Mm-hmm. The... Sure. The open ultra is like 
it's very scary. Like I, <laughs> I look at it and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like with, with XL Reggie Steel, Talon Flame, Obama Snow, Stumpfisk, Polytoad, Mandibuzz, Umbreon, Ferrothorn, Meganium, Steelix, Berserker, Lapras. Like I'm just like, no. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see more towards it, but I definitely expect a lot of XL Pokemon. But yeah, like we mentioned already, the ones that we've said, uh, you def- if you definitely want to know which ones to prioritize, I would say G Fisk and Umbreon are like the top ones that people are using for that. Another ones that are coming up are like Skarmory, uh, Politoed, uh, definitely a lower nine tails. Jellicent is another one. Obama's Snow is another one. There's a lot. There really is a lot that you can do it. But like I said, I think for me personally, prioritizing like the two top ones that are Umbreon and G-Fisk are for sure the most annoying, I guess, that are in, in Ultra League now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, oh, so I didn't want to ignore the Wigglytuff uh, thing that you okay. mentioned. Um, yeah. So it it's okay. I know that it's bulkier, but it has a really low defense as it is. Its health is 262 when maxed out versus the defense at 88. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it, its win versus the meta in Premier Ultra is uh, 47.6% and the loss is uh, 50.5%. Uh, its average is around uh, 541, which is above average, which is still decent. I think if played right, I think it probably has a better... It has a better chance, maybe, in open the meta because you have Garatina there, and Garatina is Ghost, and you have Wigglytuff as a normal typing. Mm-hmm. So it, it literally hard counters uh, Garatina completely. So yeah. in, in open Ultra, it is at 50.4% versus the losses at 47.6%. So if you were to get your Wigglytuff to, you know, max out, I would recommend it running in open, open uh, mm-hmm. Ultra League. Yeah, I think the fairies have more play in the open Ultra than they do in Premier. I don't really even see, I don't see a fairy until like 41 and it's Clefable. So. Yeah, so I mean, like, if you get it, I think it'd be fun, and unex- a lot of people won't expect it. Someone did mention that Derry had made a video on it, I never seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely haven't seen enough people running it. So it's still like a you know a little gem uh, hidden. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. So next week we'll have more to talk about when it comes to both Sylph and GBL because we'll have a week under almost a week under our belts with Ultra, and and we have you know we'll be able to dive more into the new self-meta into the Commander Cup. So let's go ahead and answer some of these questions and, and we'll wrap it up for the day. Cool. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So, got a few questions this week. So, first one comes from our Twitter. It's from ISO33. 
They write, I've recently gotten into the battling and I'm absolutely terrible at building teams. So maybe some insight in how to go about making a team and possibly what the difference between an ABB and an ABA team is. And maybe a team to build around a diggers B. I've tried and I can't. Please make it work. <laughs> so A, I will handle the ABB and ABA part, and then you can handle the rest. Because <laughs> I normally, I normally <laughs> ask team, you team. about team compositions. So yeah, your ABB is an ABA is is very. It's just a different term of putting rock, paper, scissor. So rock, paper, scissor would be water, grass, fire, or, you know, your, your basic, your three different, you know, water beats, fire, fire beats, grass, grass beats, water type thing. So when you look at it as ABB, you're looking at like fire, water, water, or, you know, mm -hmm. grass, fire, fire, like that, like not exactly those you know, those typings, it could be fairy, dark, dark, or dark, fairy, fairy, or fighting, fairy, fairy, something like that. And then your ABA is going to be, you know, you just substitute the letter with whatever. So it'd be grass, water, grass, you know. So right. that is that. That is a basic explanation of what that is. As far as differences go with just the way the lettering is put in there is not really it's it's just kind of how they're saying to set up like your lineup so you would lead with an a b would be your swap and then the other a would be your closer but honestly mm -hmm. i think when it comes down to like actually battling your a could be your swap like so it's kind of when it says a b a b b and then a b a it's it's pretty much the same thing at the end of the day like when you go into battle I don't always go line up my team the way I'm going to run it because sometimes I have to pull in the one I want to use for the back as my switch. So yeah, because I was going to say like for like for the Love Cup for example, there there was a, a ABB line meta uh, thing where for example you had uh, this the famous Pokemon that I still can't pronounce the the little the pink fish uh, Alola whatever it was yeah. And then they had that as a, a lead versus the two back, two in the back would be two grass, which would be like Bioplume and Cherium. So two grass in the back, or another one would be two bugs in the back for it. And then another one was, uh, uh, a grass and then two fire in the back, which would be like Bioplume, uh, Charizard and Talonflame in the back. And then another one would be like, uh, the rock hole team, uh, Bioplume, Macargo, and, um, forget the other one that is, uh, the, the mm -hmm. Crustle. And so you had two rock in the back and the grass in the lead. So essentially, you know, two of the same thing, uh, same typing in the back with, you know, different dual typing. And then, so that's why they call it like a grass hole team. So the grass hole team is, uh, a, a BB teams, you know, Bastidon, uh, and two grass in the back. So that, that, that's exactly an, an example what they had for that. Uh, another example of the ABB team would be the G Fisk and the two flyers in the back, which would be like Tropius and Pelipper. But as far as, you know, that goes, like I, I, I think most people nowadays run that. Like that's why like team building has become something different 
because they've started doing that where they run some the same typing in the back. I know that Gobbler, Fighting Gobbler, got to Legend with a ABB team because he had Medicham, which uh, ironically enough has Diggersby and Bastidon. Hmm. So, but it's it was for that cup. And obviously that cup's going to be finished tomorrow. So we, unfortunately that won't yeah. really help the guy with the question. But yeah, that's, that's an example of like how people are getting there. And actually I, I literally was looking on, on Reddit right now and someone read, uh, reached Legend for the first time using a ABB team, using Empoleon, Mandibuzz, and Alteria. So two flyers in the back. So it, it's, it's a common thing and I feel like everyone is doing yeah. that now. Um, so definitely, definitely something that you want to consider doing, I guess, more often because apparently that's yeah. a new thing now. <laughs> so I was looking at, cause I have a Diggersby as well and I haven't fully maxed it out yet. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that ISO has it maxed out and it's an XL Diggersby. So assuming that mm-hmm. if you want that to be the focal point of your team, the way at least I look at putting the team together is I look at what it's going to lose to, seeing how much, you know, if if it's farther down the list, you're not going to see a lot of what, you know, the top counters in, in that meta are. So with Diggersby, it loses to Azumarill, Swamper, Defense, Deoxys, Scrafty, and Politoed. So it's going to lose. Mm-hmm. and because it's also weak to grass, you're going to lose to, like, Victory Bell. Well, maybe not a, a Shadow Victory Bell. Maybe. Um, Venusaur, things like that, depending on how many Fire Punches you can get off. But even Fire Punch on mm-hmm. on a grass-type Pokemon, you're still going to need to get, like, I think, what, two or three, depending on it. Because it doesn't do a ton of damage, mm-hmm. even when it's, you know, two times effective. Right. So, like, with that, like, I would look at maybe a grass Pokemon, and then I was actually thinking maybe Scrafty. Okay. Um, I, I kind of did a quick team-building thing on PvP, because I, I don't, I haven't ran Diggersby, but I've seen a couple of people use it. Uh, a team that made sense to me was, you know, leading Altaria. You think about Altaria, you think about being afraid of maybe uh, Bastion. So then I have Diggersby in the back with Deoxys defense form, which I hope mm-hmm. he has. Uh, if not, you can use Medicham, I think, as a replacement. But I think Medi- Deoxys defo- uh, defense form is a very decent, safe uh, swap as well. So like, if they lead, if they were to lead a Bastidon, I think your your safe swap would be Deoxys, and then your hard counter for Bastidon would be Diggersby. So I think for me, like I, I like that mm-hmm. team. I would. Consider yeah. running it myself. So Alteria lead, Basti- uh, Alteria lead, Diggersby, and Deoxys defense form. Okay. And if you don't have defense Deox form, Medichamp? Uh, Medichamp. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Or maybe even you can even go at ABB team because you can do uh, Diggersby and uh, uh, Vigoroth to mm. normal in the back. Yeah, because Vigoroth runs. And yeah, it has counter. Time. Yeah. So I said, yeah. I like that. And then with the body slams. I like that. And then bulldoze too. So I like that. <laughs> so 
Our next yep. question, once I get there. So next question comes from Blind Flip, and I want to apologize before I read this question because he asked it last week and I didn't see it. So <laughs> technically, this is a question from last week that we didn't answer. So it says, uh, should a bye week in Sylph award three wins let's see yeah so should should a bye week give you three wins or should it just give you one win so it says it inevitably bars me from winning on the breakers because it awards zero battles i know in other games a bye week is essentially a perfect win other pvp style games do this so why doesn't sylph so I think it does one. Does it do one win or does it do three? Uh, I think it does two, no? Uh, Versus the three? It's, I think it, it does like a two one. I said it does zero, but I'm pretty sure it does one. You get one point, I know, for your bye week. So I think what he's saying is it's going to give you at least, I think it get, it has to give you at least two wins for it to count as a point. Oh, so you're getting okay, two wins opposed to three. So let's say like you get a bye week and your first round and then you do really well the rest of it. You essentially mm -hmm. get two extra wins that you may not have gotten. So it could be. Right. I see. I see what yeah, he's no, saying. I don't really know why they don't do that, though. They, they should. I mean, I kind of look at it as if you're getting a bye week. It should count as a point and zero wins because technically you didn't play, so right. you shouldn't get the the wins. Now, obviously, someone when this comes out, please correct us if we're wrong about the win thing because I look at the <laughs> the thing you know with the wins and then the other thing, and I, it it confuses me. Like to me, it should just be this person had this many wins and this many losses, so they get you know. And that's how it goes. I guess yeah, it makes sense in, in the sense that if you didn't if you didn't play anything, you you shouldn't get any wins. But he didn't mention like other other games give you the wins, which is weird. yeah. But I can I can see why it could be frustrating because that can cost you like winning like the whole tournament yeah. or beating the person exactly. Above you. If you if you got the buy the first week and swept everything else, and then the person <laughs> ahead of you, you have the same record and they you know. You get the two extra wins over them, you're going to win that. But, I don't know. I think it should just be a point, and no wins. Yeah. You know, you just get the point because it's a bye. So, right. let's see. So, next question comes from Uncle Beastad. He writes, who is the best commander for May's Sylph Cup? Maybe address this in the Sylph News, which we kind of did. I mean, we kind of yeah, did, I'd, yeah. In my personal opinion, and I think even Dino agrees with me, is I think right now Munchlax is probably like the leader. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, based on also PvP folks, so it's kind of yeah. like everyone's agreeing with that. Yeah. <laughs> Our next question from Wildcat Dad. So he wants to know what games do we play outside of Pokemon Go? And he also wants to know why you went to Universal. A less exciting Universal over Disney. So you kind of answered you answered him, but <laughs> for did. people who aren't in the Discord or don't you know go into that that channel, 
Why did you pick Universal over Disney? I mean, first of all, I mean, it's, it's also based on like what the kids want. Yeah. So, but you know, it's, it's, I, I'm, I haven't been Disney in a minute, but doesn't Disney not really have roller not coasters? Not like compared to Disney at all, or not compared to Universal. Exactly. So like, it's just like yeah. eh, less attraction. It's just like more like kind of like for pictures and like you know relax. And if you're trying to go wild, you go to Universal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge Disney person. Like me, mm-hmm. my whole family is, and my wife is. So we always tend to lean towards going to Disney more. But yeah. when we want to do like roller coasters and rides and stuff like that. Then we go to universal. So yeah. And as far as other games go, I think I'm, I really don't play as much in, anymore right now with like school and being busy and all. So mm-hmm. I used to play FIFA, but that's, that's about it. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> outside of Pokemon go, if I'm playing anything, that's not Fortnite with my kids is, I play a lot of Tony Hawk still, <laughs> and really? that's just the original, like, Tony Hawk that they redid for, like, PlayStation and Xbox, like, it's mm-hmm. one and two. I used right. to play a lot of NCAA football until they stopped mm-hmm. making that, and I just yeah. couldn't do Madden. And then I love the Uncharted series for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And Tomb Raider, so I play those a lot. And then I have, like, emulators that I play, like, the old Super Nintendo games and stuff like that. Yesterday, you play a lot. (laughs) Yesterday, I played, like, Mortal Kombat for, like, an hour, and it was so... It was, like, the first time I played it in years, and I was so mad. It's so funny you mentioned that, because I I literally just watched the movie on HBO. That's why I started playing, because we watched the movie the other night. That shit, that was so... I, I liked it. It was really gruesome. Yeah. But it's expected it's more combat. Yeah, it's, and I like the fact how it ended too. Like, there's more fighters. Yeah, it was it was definitely better than. I don't want to say it was better. It was because the nostalgia from the very first one, just whatever the yeah. hype behind it. But yeah, it's it was it was way better. So so let's see. And I think Papa Rick had one. Yeah, in terms, is, I think this is our last question. Yes, so. Papa Rec writes in, doing some planning, will Sylveon or Celebi be a good investment for Masters, given the current rankings? The Leaf move and typing on Celebi, or the Time Traveler, it says, I do want a reason to show off my 98% shiny. If you want a reason to show off your shiny, that is the reason to show off your shiny. It's. I think I it's still, too, st- too early to kind of pick one over the other because Sylveon hasn't been pushed yet. Even though the stats show that Sylveon's going to be a monster, yeah. so I kind of feel like I kind of lean towards Sylveon, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But he he is the person that is going to be doing like to do Master League. So yeah, I kind of feel like he would be able to do both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you could do both, do both. I, I mean, kinda- Celebi does have an interesting typing, but... I, mean, I don't know. I, kinda, I would lean towards Sylveon, to be in like my, my opinion. Yeah. But, since Sylveon isn't out yet, and we don't know when it's going to be out, That's true. go ahead and build your Celebi. Cause... Or wait till you get to, you know, right before Ultra League ends, and then go base, you know, depend yeah. on that. Yeah. Because Celebi, let's see, you're running... 
confusion, seed bomb, and psychic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like to me, like I was just like, it, it seems a little underwhelming, and it's n- not that bulky. Mm-mm. No, and it doesn't. That if it was psychic only, or even though, or like I think, well, it's it's technically I think in the Pokedex they call it a fairy Pokemon, but it came out before fairies were introduced into the game, so mm-hmm. they had to keep it as psychic grass, but. It maybe if it had a fairy typing instead of the psychic typing, it'd be a little more interesting. But yeah, it'd kind of be like a, a whimsicott for a exactly. higher up league. Yeah, actually, I was looking. We did have one more question okay. from Artemis. Oh, uh, yes. and it was in the general chat. Yes. Unfortunately, I, I I don't think I'll be able to answer it as well. Maybe as you. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Yes, I remember so I, his I, question. I, Honestly, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be able to. So he wrote, uh, how does losing the lead and switch compare to how things are in the maid series games? So I don't remember personally myself, cause I was really young when I used to play this. I don't really remember how I used to battle in the main series game. Yeah. I, when I did, when I do play the main series ones, I just play through the, the story mode. I may have to ask my kids this question and and see <laughs> have them show me or I know I know DeFi plays a lot of Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, she does. She does. So maybe, maybe can ask DeFi her. if you're listening to this, let us know what you think. How it differs. All I know, I mean, we, I did go over you know this the losing the lead and, and switch stuff like that with in Pokemon Go, but I don't know how it compares to the main series game that well. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I know switching, like, when you battle, like, a gym leader or something like that, like, you lose, like, an entire turn, which mm-hmm. could be really, like, oh, yeah, detrimental yeah. to your entire, <laughs> you know, your entire team. So, because you're gonna, so if you switch, I mean, it's still kind of the same in Pokemon Go, but because the the turns are so fast, you don't realize that yeah. it's going back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the main series game, like it's a very noticeable, I'm using my turn to switch out my Pokemon. So now whatever I bring in is going to get hit with whatever that person's going to throw. Yeah. So, so I guess, I guess maybe she can help us out. Yeah. <laughs> or anyone who, who plays them, please help us out. Cause I don't know how to answer that question. So, <laughs> so that's it. I think that's a show. So yeah. Uh, that's is it, all. it's funny to me that every single time we have no news and we're like oh this is gonna be done it's still like an hour and a half <laughs> so so i want to thank everyone yeah exactly thank you everyone for listening special uh shout outs to our patreons at the supporter tier level mr batfleck and jd mojo jojo producers kingflip papa rec discord admin wildcat dad you can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. Email us at BTWPVP at Gmail. We have our Patreons up. It's patreon.com forward slash BTWPVP. Our merch store is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash BTWPVP. And <laughs> I think I got them all. Yeah. And then if you want um, access to the Discord, you can email us or message us on Twitter, and we'll send that invite over to you guys. 
Um, remember to mark your calendars for the 8th May. That's going to be our live episode that we're going to do that Saturday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So it is, you know, like we said, for at least this first one, it is going to be uh, Patreon only. And then that episode will come out on Wednesday. But this will be a very good time for you guys to sit in with us. You know, we'll go through the show, a regular show, and you'll be able to ask questions and and interact with us while we're doing this. and you know, be part of the podcast besides just listening to it and and chatting with us outside, you know, in the Discord. So, right. you know, we'll talk about that probably a little closer to it. Uh, we'll have a, a separate chat set up for anyone with a Patreon tag so that, you know, they can get the link and everything like that. So if you want, that's a Patreon exclusive, at least for right now, and that's at any level. So whether it's a dollar, the dollar tier, or, you know, whatever, you can do that. And then mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. It's a wrap. Anything else? No? Yeah. I don't think so. No, that's no. that's about it. I tried to do some streaming last week, but it just got crazy, and I just figured out how to set everything up. So maybe this week. I don't know. I'm going to try. This week's yeah, a little know. easier, so we'll see. If Hopefully not, definitely... I think definitely the first week of May we're going to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PVP podcast. I'm AstroZombie954. And I am Dino and Magico. And until next time, good luck and get good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.